Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Still don't have an intro, but it doesn't matter because it is a lockout and there's no baseball news whatsoever. But hey, we're still here with some content. We're going to figure it out. It is the uh, seventh episode of the Landing on Landstone podcast with your boys, Chris Ferrara. And Devin Roche. What's up? And Devin Roche. And so obviously David Ortiz just got inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame which I mean, I had a fat head of him my entire life in my room growing up. So seeing that, it's kind of like a surreal moment. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I got goosebumps talking about it, but I mean, how did you feel about the whole thing? How did, what, what did David Ortiz mean to you? I mean, he was the Red Sox. He, he really like, was. You think of the Red Sox, you think of David Ortiz. You think of him hitting that uh, grand slam against Detroit with Torrey Hunter flipping over the wall. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was going to bring that up because – we're going to talk about the favorite moments of David Ortiz, but that, that was my favorite. Like, right there. Yeah. That and uh, this is my bleeping city. Yeah. My bleeping city. Dude, those are the two greatest moments in like Red Sox history, honestly. He, he wasn't the, he probably wasn't the best Red Sox player of all time, but he was the most franchise altering. Well, okay. In recent memory, in recent times, really, like, who's better? Obviously, it's Ted Williams. No, like, Recent times, he's the best, but he's like probably the most franchise altering player in baseball. Oh, 100%. Like, 100%. Like, if the Red Sox don't have Ortiz, I don't know how many World Series they have this century. I don't think it's even close. Well, obviously, it wouldn't be close. They don't win 13. They don't win 13. No, not at all. Oh, my God. Speaking of the Red Sox World Series, is yo. I, I mean, I showed you, I post this all over my story, but we have a professor at Emerson that is the owner of the Woo Sox and he brought in his World Series rings. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's who brought it in. The, the owner of the Woo Sox brought in his World Series rings, passed it out to the class like it's, like it's nothing. He was just like, oh yeah, look at these pretty things. And he just passed it out to the class and let everyone try it on. And dude, I was just, fangirling the entire time like i'll i'll put the picture right here or whatever but oh that's the picture you sent me that's what yeah that's what it was it's not like a replica you're trying like you're trying to make the tom brady reference because like you sent it like 30 minutes after Schefter like week <laughs> retirement yeah that was also a weird thing but no dude um he came in he talked to us because i'm taking sports as a soft power which is a class supposedly um okay. it's all about sports being a soft power <laughs> and so um he knew the owner that signed jackie robinson something around those lines so since sports is soft power he came in and talked to us about the whole jackie robinson story and everything which was sick and then he just brought out his rings and i'm like what i had the biggest fangirl moment i told him i was like dude the amount of joy these four rings have given me and my family is just unbelievable and it was just like a surreal surreal feeling having all four of them on at one time like dude like look at that look at that that's crazy that. that's so awesome i know that's sick out of the three that uh, out of the three that ortiz won with them like which one was your favorite oh four oh seven or 13 well i i mean obviously i'm gonna be biased because i wasn't really i was four years old when oh four happened yeah i so. know so 13 but dude i remember we would go to stealth workouts at impact while the world yeah. series was on and I then remember that we would have to drive home in the middle of the game and i i don't know i don't think we had training that night when he hit the home run against tory hunter 
but that wasn't no, the World Series. I uh, yeah, there's the the ALCS. Yeah, how did Detroit not win that? They had Scherzer, Porcello, Price, and who was it? Jordan Zimmerman uh, and Verlander. Yeah. Yeah, all five Cy Young winners, and they didn't win like, anything. How do you not get a World Series out of that? Well, they didn't win because Mr. 34, dude. I know, and then the rest of the Red Sox hit, like, nothing. I know the, Yeah, it's just because, well, that year was also, I think, kind of just destiny because that whole bomb. They were a team of destiny vibes. Yeah, no, definitely a team of destiny. The, the bombing and what it meant for the city of Boston, which was just yeah. unbelievable, to come out and just win it for the city is just nuts. But – I would have to go 13. What about you? I mean, 13 or probably 07 is probably when I first like started like, you know, Watching. like realizing what's going on. Yeah. So I thought that one was cool with like, you know, Beckett, Lowell, just because like, you know, they came over from the Marlins and being from South Florida and like, you know. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I thought that was really cool. Like they were just a, that team was really good, but 13 was just like, they were just so fun to watch. Like Lackey, uh, PV, Saltillamachia. Salty. Dude, you know, he coaches at a uh, Kings Academy now, right? Yeah. Yeah. We played, we played against them and my coach Murray, he goes over and daps up Saltillamachia like they're boys. I'm like, what? You've never talked Salty. to this man in your life. I'm like, what's wrong? Yeah, but I, I don't know if they like they actually knew each other. I mean, maybe they're both catchers from like South Florida. Maybe they they probably team. were friends like in high school or college. Yeah, no, Murray's older than him though. I don't know. Murray's the man. Shout out Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what? Okay, what do you think one's better? Um, wow, that was English. <laughs> 13, <laughs> 13 or eighteen? Eighteen had like. They were just such a juggernaut that it was like, okay, they're gonna win. Yeah, it was such if a they don't dominant win, it's team. a complete season failure. If they do not win the World Series, complete season failure. 13, they weren't supposed to be there. You know, it was like Napoli, like they were growing the beards, like it was a bunch of Beard. like on think, the in, on the inside of the 13 ring, it says bearded brothers. Yeah, like it was it was a bunch of guys that weren't supposed to be there that were like in transition periods or like the end tail end of their careers. Yeah. So you're going with 13? I'm going with, I mean, I'm going to have to go with 13. Like, I just thought it was like such like team, Dest- team of destiny vibes. Team destiny. Shout Dude, out Joey. This, this <laughs> Dude, I think I got to go with 18, man. Like, I know this is Dave Ortiz's episode, but like 18 was just, ah, it was just There's fun so watching him. Fun. It was fun watching him every night. And JBJ goes out and hits. How many, how many games in a row did he get a hit? It was like 20 something. No, he hit. I don't know, but in the playoffs, he had like three hits against the Astros, and they're all like huge hits. Like, were there yeah. three home runs? I I don't remember. Probably I can't I remember, remember, but like he had like three or four hits, and he won the ALCS MVP. I just like uh, that's just nuts. And yeah, just you know what? It out. Speaking of that, like, do you think that's why they brought him back? Because Renfro no. kind of no. So I think they brought him back because they could have got they got Finellis and Hamilton and you know those are two really good contracts and I think they were like they were so bad at defense last year that Jackie Bradley is like such an upgrade well I mean they were terrible at defense but Hunter Renfro did uh kick the ball over the wall to you know that is true but also what I'm thinking is they were planning on moving uh Kike to the outfield full-time 
and let Jeter Downs take over it. And then Jeter had that minor league season last year, and they're like, wait, right, we, need, we need, need Arroyo there, but if Arroyo goes down, what do we do in center? We can't put Verdugo out there. Why can't you put Verdugo in center? He was awful on defense. Seriously? Yeah, I'll, let me find it. Alex. Verdugo. Verdugo, Red Sox. How do you even find defense? Standard fielding. Oh my God, 21. As a center fielder. I don't even know how to read this. Defensive stats. What do these even uh, What are these? <laughs> I don't know what these stats mean. Defensive stats don't exist. But, dude, I swear. That it's just like I'm on uh, baseball reference, and this one thing is the number of runs above or below average the fielder is worth per 12, uh, 1,200 innings. This combines RTZ, RDP, ROF, catch numbers into total defensive contribution. So, okay, so let's use that. In center field, he was minus 27 runs. So that's bad, I'm guessing. That's pretty, left field minus one and right field minus nine. So he's not really necessarily excelling anywhere. I like his bat. I mean, yeah, I like his. I like the way he plays. Like, I like his passion. But those stats kind of just. What's JBJ's then? I don't think he grades out as a like. Because it, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he grades out as good because these like defensive stats are just like so weird. Okay. Last year, with that same stat. Okay, let's just go. Defensive runs saved above average. Last year in oh, this, last year in center field, he was nine runs uh, saved above average, two in right, and one in left. Okay, so he's all above average on those. Yeah, he's a – I mean, we've seen him with our own eyes. Like, I feel like defense is such an eye test thing. It really is. We're, like, hitting his, like, numbers. Defense is, like – I don't know. I feel like it's such an eye test other than like maybe catchers with framing. Is there a stat for framing? Like uh, strikes created or something? I think there is, but like you can probably it's... go back and like look like on game film, like you could see balls that catchers drag out of the zone and stuff. You know? Yeah, I feel like it would also be hard to like judge really with stats. I don't know. I've seen a lot of catchers miss a ton of strikes and it's just like really pissed me off when they're like, oh. Oh, trust then, me, I know. Yeah, it's just very agitating. But uh, yeah, where, where, where the fuck did we go? We went on a tangent on that one. We were talking <laughs> about the team and somehow. We ended up on Verdugo and JVJ. Yeah, oh, yeah all right. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. You see what a Ben and Teddy posted on his Instagram story yesterday? What post? There's a picture of him hitting, and he's like, uh, if I suck again this year, it's because I'm hitting with Mookie again or something Wasn't like that. Wasn't that Brock Holt? I'm pretty sure it was Benny. No, dude, that was Brock Holt. I saw on Twitter, ben, like, yesterday? Yeah, it was Brock Holt, dude. Oh, dude, I thought it was Benny. 
I know for sure it was Brock Holt. Okay, sorry. I had a, I've had a rough couple of days. Hey, hey, you're fucking good, man. Yeah, Brock Holt. Oh, yeah, it was Brock. That's my bad, everybody. No, but I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I love them both. What do you think was, like, the greatest year the Red Sox didn't win? Was it – what was the year that the Rays beat them in the ALCS? Uh, so 2008? Was it? Was that the team that was supposed to be, like, unreal, but then – Yeah, I'm pretty it was sure. 2008? It's 2008. I, dude, I think maybe last year. No. Just think about it. They offload, like, the whole core of the franchise. They offloaded Mookie, sailed out the whole year. Last year is, like, a bunch of young guys that stepped up, and it was, like, Garrett Whitlock is becomes the best reliever in baseball. Tanner Houck is absolutely filthy. Like, yeah. And I think you know, that's why I think that's why that's like my choice, at least, because they were supposed to be nothing. And that nothing team became like. Uh, I love watching the like, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying that the Braves were a nothing team, but, you know, they weren't they, they weren't like, you know, they're going to star started like 500 through like the first month or month and a half of the season. Yeah. Weren't they like uh, like in last place at the All-Star break or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, and then they end up winning the World Series. I do like seeing that, and I'm actually very happy for the Braves of winning. But uh, hopefully we get to see baseball sometime or some news. Oh, I mean, I guess the most recent baseball news is Shohei Otani being on the cover. Like, that's cool, right? I mean, Shohei's awesome. Shohei is awesome. Did you see, like, the anime? So cool. Did you see the Shohei um, anime-inspired cover that they did? Yeah, that was so sick. That one's sick, and I'm glad they're not being like EA and making the most basic like covers yeah. ever because those suck. But good thing the show is finally doing something, and I wish like MLB would promote the game like San Diego Studio does. Well, the problem is, you know, um, what is it? The show they have a deal with the players' association. Players' association. So I don't know how that's going to work out if you know they go to release it and it's still a lockout. Dude, what if they did like backyard baseball teams? What oh, uh, the melon heads, like the yeah. Yankees with the melon wasn't heads it, like, and the Red Barry Sox? Bond the- looking at the old ones that like he wasn't in the association, so like they just had him under someone's like random some random name. That was that wasn't backyard baseball, but that was like all the no, like, you know what I'm stuff. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That was it. Was I think he was a white guy too? I don't even was know he? if he was like a left. Yeah, 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 yeah. I literally I watched um uh dude on youtube plays MLB be the show um he's a huge toronto blue jays fan it's like kevin 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 gah or something i i don't know he's funny but he since the lockout's happening and there's no MLB yeah. the shoot show news he was playing like old mlb video games and one of them was like uh 03 and barry like bonds. That yeah yeah why wasn't barry bonds part of the association Couldn't tell you. Just bare bonds. Uh, we were too bonds. young to. We were too young to. Know. Understand anything. Yeah. I I do remember speaking of Barry Bonds and the Hall of Fame and everything. I do remember being at Bucky Dent like baseball camp, 
And did you go to that growing up? You want to hear a funny story about that? Tell me. That was my grandpa's, but he sold it to Bucky Dent. Wait, wait, your grandpa owned Elevate? Like Little Fenway and everything? Uh, it was a play ball baseball academy. No yeah. way. Yeah. And he sold it to Bucky Dent. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I used to go there, like, when I was a kid, like, all every, like, That's year. funny. Speaking of Bucky Dent, he's going to this uh, MLB Innings Festival at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. And it's, like, alternative bands, but, like, a ton of big leaguers. And, like, there's a couple of ex-Red Sox guys. What? <laughs> okay, so, you're going to – this is, like, the weirdest thing, but let me pull up the lineup. Tampa – Okay, so the bands is are Green Day, Encompass, Jimmy Eat World, uh, We Are Scientists, The Lumineers, Nathaniel Ratcliffe. Wait, you posted Dol- this on your story, right? Yeah, OAR. Was like, okay. And then it's like All Star Baseball Jam hosted by Jake Peavy with appearances by MLB legends Ryan Dempster, Ozzy Smith, Gary Sheffield, John Cruck, Andrew Jones, Lou Pinella, AJ Przinsky, Ray Lankford. Tino Martinez, Brian Jordan, Nick Squisher, David Eckstein, Dante Bichette, Rick Ankeel, Bucky Dent, and Bronson Arroyo. Like, is that just not, like, the oddest thing? Dude. <laughs> where did that come from? I don't know, but it's, like, 35 minutes from where I live, so I'm going. Do you even like any of those guys? Huge Green Day fan. Really? Love Green Day. I mean, I know you love country, but I didn't know you like Green Day. Big country and alternative, or like not like punk rock. Punk rock, yeah. dude. I went through. I went through. A, I went through an MGK phase. <laughs> it's so embarrassing to say, but dude, the like, rap or the no, like, no, not the rap. No, 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 no. His like rock stuff. Like I was like one of the first. Rock stuff is good. I'm not gonna lie. No, it is good, but now it's like to the point where it's like ah, uh, it's like it's so crazy now, huh? It's too mainstream. It's too mainstream. And it's like, I'm depressed and I'm dating Megan Fox. Like, dude. You can't be. Relax. I, I mean. You sing yeah. that when she leaves you. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. But like, dude, it, I don't know. The more I listen to it, the more it's just like, wow. No, I, I, I did. I did really like this. I, I, I'll still jam out to it. Kiss Kiss is like a fire song. Oh, yeah. Um, if I'm ever in the gym and I just want something hard, like I'll put that on or like old, like alternative or punk rock stuff. But now just looking back, he released a new song called like Emo Girl. And I listened to the first 30 seconds. I'm like, no, I'm no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's just like, I paint my nails black and I hate my life. Dude, relax, buddy. It's not, it's not that deep, man. Perfect that. image. Yeah, I know. I do hate yeah. how people. I hate how people sell out in Hollywood. But I mean, what are you gonna do? You, no, you know. I know. Yeah, his next his next album is literally called "Industry Sellout." <laughs> I mean, am I going to listen to it? Yes. Am I going to enjoy it? Not as much as the first one, but you're still gonna listen to it. I'm still gonna listen to it. That's all that matters, dude. He did great fucking marketing and everything, but yeah, that's my MGK rant for the day. I mean, that's speaking uh, of like speaking of like punk music. There's this dude on TikTok, and he makes Taylor Swift songs into like punk into rock like songs. Punk. 
dude it's so good <laughs> i mean yeah dude who doesn't love taylor swift like if you don't listen to taylor swift songs like you're lying why her country stuff is fire too <laughs> yeah her country stuff's unreal that's she is like one of the first where i realized what selling out actually is because she went from like all her country stuff to like yeah. shake it off like, yeah but like i don't blame her at the end of the day she made money off of it she made so much money and now she's like redoing all well she can't get money anymore because of something i don't know my sister's a huge swifty like <laughs> so she redid all her albums and now oh, did she sell the rights or something yeah so like her old agent i think um, oh i heard about this yeah yeah her old agent like took all her rights and everything for the song so she's yeah. like okay screw you i'm just gonna re-record everything because it's my lyrics you can't take my lyrics but you can take yeah. the royalties to the songs so she yeah she went ahead and remade it and then there's this, a 10 minute song version of one of them i heard i don't know I, I mean yeah if you had instagram and you follow any female like they obviously posted about it so yeah dude what a red Sox podcast huh going to fucking Kike to Hernandez to Taylor Swift. I mean, there's nothing else to talk about. Happy lockout, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> do you want to get into the the winner? The winner, winner warm-up. I'm I don't know much about it. Uh I just saw what it's Blaze Jordan, Tristan, Cassis. Okay, all I, the I got big the names. All right, you got it. So the pitchers are Brent uh Brendan Salucci, Michael Felice, Frank. German, Brian Keller, Zach Kelly, Austin Lambright, Chris Murphy, AJ Politti, Chase Sugar, Sugart, Brandon Walter, Thaddeus Ward, and Jeremy Will, uh, Yellen. Out of the pitchers, it's just like high minors depth guys with yeah. like Salucci, Murphy, Sugart, Walter, Ward, and Will Yelland being like the young guys they probably really want to see okay yeah so Zach I, Kelly I think has a chance to make the pen out of spring training seriously how old is he uh let me pull it up but he had a really good year in AAA like really good year yeah because I know yeah. absolutely nothing about these guys oh he follows us on Twitter I know so much about this guy <laughs> last year he had a 218 ERA in 45 innings with 69 strikeouts in AAA oh, wow. that's a that's good awesome. year that's a pretty solid year. Yeah. I hope he makes, like, that'd be sick if he makes the team. Well, I mean, dude, we would have a fan on the actual team. That'd be nuts. Could you imagine him in, the, like, the, the dugout? Just like, yeah, I'm listening to Landing on Lansdowne podcast. Like, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. That's hilarious. The infielders who were, like, the big names are with Alex Benellis. He just got a – he was in the Hunter Renfro trade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know how to say his first name. Brainier Bonacini. Bonacini. He's a shortstop. He was like a DSL guy a couple of years ago. Uh, Tristan Cassis, who now weighs 265 pounds and looks like an absolute unit. Animal. Absolute Did you see pictures of him staying next to like Blaze Jordan? Dude, I had I didn't see those, but I see him like working out, like the system eight, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. He's he's not like fat either. He's like. No, it's all muscle. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. I cannot wait till he get uh, makes his debut, bro. He's gonna be so fun to watch. Just cause like he's not the typical like I'm gonna sell out for home runs because I'm a big strong guy. Like he's, he's a, gonna he's make all stuff around happen. Hitter. 
And like, you know, if he runs into a ball, it's going to go far. Yeah. And I feel like that's how more people should hit. Not the, not yeah. like you said, sell out. Talk about sellouts this episode, sell out yeah. and run guys. Like we, everyone needs to be an all around hitter and then get into one. And then, oh my God, like, do like some damage. he comps like to Joey Votto and uh, Freddie Freeman, just cause like, you know, they get two strikes on them. They're like, focus is I'm just going to hit up, hit it hard wherever it's pitched. Like I'm not yeah. like trying to turn and burn. Like yeah. he'll take what the pitcher's giving to him and, you know, try to put a good swing on it and his back control is so unreal i mean i don't know about you but that's how like i uh you know try to hit <sighs> i don't know but you know that's how i used to before, you know the old or everything the old yeah. dude yeah are you still Talk good? about that later all right all right <laughs> uh and then uh david hamilton who is an absolute burner on the bases uh he had an unbelievable season last year let me see he stole like an absurd amount of bases let me look like the exact number uh he stole 52 bases last year oh wow yeah like i am so excited to see what he can do because boston just doesn't really have that in their system outside of hilberto jimenez and like there's really a lot of teams that they don't have the like the burner guy, like the D Gordon, like the, I mean, yeah. Byron Buxton. Kind but of. Buxton hits for, Buxton has pop too. Yeah. Buxton has pop, but like there's not, uh, Trey Turner, maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Turner's a burner guy. I'm trying to think of just, but like just legit burners, like a D Gordon, like a. Yeah. Like Hamilton probably, he doesn't have like that much power, but he gets on first base. It's not, he's stealing. Like, well, is he related to Billy Hamilton? Dude, I don't know. That'd be sick. I think last episode I made a comment saying he was related to Josh, but um, it might be Billy with his feet. <laughs> you're throwing, you're like putting your hand in a bucket and just pulling out names. Oh, oh yeah, no, I am. That's that's <laughs> what I'm good at. I'm good at just like kind of coming up with stupid stuff and just saying it and making it seem like, oh hey, maybe God knows what he's talking about in reality. <laughs> uh, the next guy is Blaze Jordan. Of course, dude breaks. He like he had a pretty good year last year in trip or in the complex tripper. league. No complex league. He didn't strike out that much, and like people were expecting him to just because like you know he's gonna. So after complex league, where does he go now? Does it sound? I don't. They changed all the minor league things. Can't type. List of Red Sox minor league affiliates. That is just wrong. Uh, so, Gulf Coast or this isn't even updated. Uh, Red Sox have it wrong. Okay, so it goes. Uh, Florida Complex League, Salem, then Greenville, and then Portland, Worcester. Okay. All right. Yeah. Got it. So, where then, do you think he's going to be this year? He'll probably start the year in Salem. I mean, there's no need to rush him. He's like 18. Super young. Yeah. yeah. There's no need to rush him. And plus, like, you start rushing him, you're pushing, you're risking his development. And then you're also putting like a timeline on Dalback 
or Cassis to get it. Like, yeah. The next guy that they invited was Christian Koss, who got married today, actually. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Hey. Congratulations to him. He, he is what the Red Sox wanted when they drafted Connor uh, Cameron. Or okay. Cannon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just – he has such a higher floor than him. I think he's going to wind up, like, being a backup infielder in the big leagues. But, like, that's a obviously useful guy. Okay. All right. And then is that all the infield? Uh, no. The next big name is Nick York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's unreal. <laughs> Dude just breaks. Yeah. yeah. And then the last two guys are Matt Lugo and Sedane Raffaella. Raffaella is, like, supposedly, like, a really good defender. They didn't invite Mayer? Who? Um, the, the first one pick that was, like, shocked everybody. Oh, Mayor? No, they didn't invite uh, newer drafted guys except for Benelis just because he was a trade guy. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. And then the catchers were Cole Cottom, Jax Groshans, Nathan Hickey, and Steven Scott. Mm-hmm. Are there any of them fly off the page? I mean, dude, I loved watching Hickey at uh, Florida. He rakes. Oh, he was at UF? Yeah, he was their catcher last year. Oh, hey. Yeah, he got drafted this year. He's another guy that they had this, from this draft, but, dude, he rakes. Okay, that's good. And then the outfielders were Tyler Dearden, Nick Decker, and Hilberto Jimenez. Dude, I have a friend named Nick Deckers, which is kind of funny. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Hilberto Jimenez, he's still far away from – all these guys are pretty far from big leagues. Yeah. Who do you think – I mean, obviously Cassis, but besides him, who do you think is, like, next up? Probably Koss, just because, like, he can fill that role of the backup infielder. Okay. How about you? Yeah, dude. Uh, don't really know. Don't really know. You're the prospect I mean, guy, dude. You never really know because injuries and stuff, but – Well, yeah, especially with Arroyo being very injury-prone like myself, must say, uh, knock on wood um we do need another backup utility infielder yeah because who knows what's going to happen there speaking of prospects though you see uh, keith law came out with his top 100 list no i didn't so we had four guys in it they had mayor at a or meyer at 18 york at 30 york at 37 castus at 56 and brian bellio at uh 86 wasn't that so much different than the other one yeah wasn't Mayer like 12 or something on another one? Yeah. I don't think it really matters. I think it's like a tier of, you know, top 50 and then the next 50. Yeah. yeah. You, really, you really don't know. So much can happen in a player's development. All, everything with prospects and scouting and recruiting really is just all kind of up in the air. Unless, like, you've had experience, like your grandpa has, and, like, can yeah. see something that other people don't. But yeah. also big-name writers kind of just, I don't know. I feel like they're just all – Hop on the hype trains. Yeah. It's all hype yeah. Well, that's, that's everything with news and media and everything. It's just no, I know. go after something like and get clicks. I never want to trash Chavis because I loved watching him play, but it was kind of like that because the Red Sox system was so bad that he, like, defaulted to the number one prospect and he came up and everyone's like, oh, this guy's going to save us. And he's just not that guy. 
No, but now he has like the MLB experience and maybe he'll have a career. I'm just a Chavez fan. I really want to see it happen. And yeah, dude, speaking of Chavez, I was going through Instagram and one of my sponsored posts was Michael Chavez. And I was like, dude, I follow you. Right? <laughs> was it one so, of uh, his, like uh, his house? Uh, no, it was his house. I, I don't know why it was sponsored. I was like, what? Like I, I saw it. I closed the app and like a day later, I see it again. And it says sponsored underneath. What? But yeah, I, I, I like Chavez. I, oh. hope he, I hope he does good. I'll put a Chavez jersey right here. I'll find it at Goodwill or something. I got a Bogarts and Betts just missing a – I got my Benny one at home and my Bradley one at home. Dude, I do need to put something here. Should it, should it be a Chavez jersey? Why not? It'll be Chavez or Bobby Dalback. Oh, Bobby Whichever D. one's cheaper. Bobby, Bobby D. D. Dude, go on DH gate. DHK? You've never heard of it? No, I, I have. But that's how you get all yours, right? Oh, uh, that's how I get like my non-signed ones. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Your non-signed one. Oh, so is that Marlon's is that Marlon's one DHK? Yeah. All these are. All right, I'm going on DHK. My signed ones that I get from a pristine auction. No free okay. ads. No free ads. Dude, we should have them sponsor the show. <laughs> That'd be sick. I all know. right. Dude, what else? What else do we got? We got uh, David Ortiz. Oh, oh, oh. This man. This man right here. Mister. I'm wearing a Tom Brady shirt for you listening, but uh, Mr. Tom Brady. That's uh, a Tampa Tom shirt, though. This is a this Boston is... podcast. Hey, hey, hey. This shirt's sick. I mean, come on. I know it is. I have, this, I have the same one in black. Okay, yeah. Don't give me shit for it, all right? My school's the official school of the Bucks. There's Tom Brady stuff all around my school. I know that one is just a weird sponsorship. I remember you telling me last episode about it, which is we weird. Had, we had, but we had the Lombardi Trophy at our school for like two weeks. It was the weirdest thing. That that's very weird. Do you guys even have a football team? No. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. So Tom Brady retired, um, kind of, and then he did officially. It still feels kind of empty. About, like the whole Schefter like ruining him being able to announce it how he wanted to. It's all media. They're all fighting for a paycheck. And like he kind of <laughs> he memed it. Did you see what he did? He was like, I'm yeah. terribly sorry. And there's a deep drive to the left field by Cassianos. Yeah. And so what's that? Someone's just calling me like a bum. But um yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think it is kind of messed up, and I feel like players should be able to like. I feel like if anyone earned the right to go do it themselves, it's uh, touchdown, Tommy. Yeah, that was that was one of my friends. But um, no, definitely Tom Brady deserves it. And I don't think when it comes to players retiring, I don't think announcers or broadcasters or anything should be involved at all no. because it's a player's personal decision. Oh, and speaking of retiring. Dude, Adrian Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. That happened. That happened. I thought he was out of the league Five for... Years later. Yeah. Like, I mean, cool, but, like, what? This is the last time he, like, was on a roster. Can we look that up? Yeah. Let me it'll see. Be on, it'll be on his, like, uh, B-Ref page. Gonzalez. What? He played for the Mets in 2018? What? I thought he was done after the Dodgers in 17. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about him. With He went to the Mets? 
Yeah, he he hit 237, 299, 373 with the Mets. How many at bats? Uh, 169. What? Yeah, like <laughs> that's weird. Bro, he was so I, when he got traded to Boston, I was so happy. He was like my favorite player ever. And yeah, then he got traded to Boston. And I'm like, oh my god, we're winning a World Series. That team, though, is just the biggest. Sorry to say this, but biggest cock tease in Boston sports. Like, I gotta find that roster, dude. Pablo Sandoval, Carl Crawford, Adrian Gonzalez, like all those boys. Okay, I, I found the roster. It's right. Saltillo, Gonzalez, Pedroia, Micah Vilas was their shortstop. Wow. Uh, Will Middlebrooks. No, this can't be that year this is 12 let me go to 11 okay this team looks a lot better <laughs> so it was 2012 was when it was just a terrible year yeah so in 2011 they had salta lamacchia adrian gonzalez pedroia marco scudero kevin euclid carl crawford jacoby ellsbury jd drew david ortiz and their uh their bench was lowry reddick veritech darnell mcdonald Mike Avilas, Mike Cameron, Jose Iglesias. And their uh, pitching staff was John Lester, Josh Beckett, Tim Wakefield, Andrew Miller, John Lackey. Welcome back, Rich Hill. Uh, Clay Buckholz, Bobby Jenks, Dan Wheeler, Felix DeBron, Hideki Okajima, Michael Bowden, Dice K, Janichi uh, Tazawa, Alfredo Estevez, Scott Ashton, Daniel Bard, Matt Alberts, Eric Bedard, and Papelbon. Like, that roster is loaded. It is loaded. I feel like that's like the Red Sox time of being the New York Yankees, in a sense. Where they Dude, just have a loaded roster. The Red Sox have, like, when they go into the year feeling like a juggernaut, they're not. Like, Never. same thing happened in 19. The Red Sox were a juggernaut going into 19, and they just fell flat on their face. I feel like that's just Boston sports, though, because even with they, the Patriots, adversity. yeah, they even when the Patriots are like undefeated and amazing, they never like win at all. Those are the years where you don't win at all. Yeah, it's the one of the. Sorry, it's the bottom one. One sec. All right, yeah, they're sewing my blanket. That's clutch. I know, dude. Like, because it ripped on my um. My bed frame, because it's like a cheap $50 bed frame that just got this. Oh, yeah. And so um, it got caught on the bottom and I try to rip it up and then so I was pissed off. But anyway, 2011, sorry, pardon the interruption, but that 2011 team, yes, uh, Boston sports needs adversity. They do, because going into 18, were they viewed as a juggernaut? Like, No, 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 no. It's always, it's always the the Yankees are always ranked first and that happened again. This again, year. again, Dude, Boston finishing fourth every year. It's the funniest thing. I, I think Yankee fans are fed up about it too. Like I, I even go on Twitter and I see them being like, Oh, here we go. does fan craft like work for the Yankees? Dude, let me, let's, let's do some investigating real quick. Because Maybe. like every year they have the Yankees like finishing like 130 and like, what would it be like 32? Yeah, dude, they always just underperform, but I mean, that's kind of Yankee sports these days, man. 
let's see. So he's the creator of fan graphs. Sick. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I can't, I can't find anything. I try to, I try to be cool and maybe find some backdoor information, <laughs> but no, couldn't find it. But I, but they do it just by stats though, right? I think they do it by uh, projected war. Who the fuck's projecting that much war for the fucking Yankees to win that much? Gallo, Stanton. Gallo Here. with projected war? Dude, Gallo's, Gallo's good, bro. I just... Uh... Let me pull up Gallo's uh, war this past year when everyone thought he was awful. If he went to Boston, bro, I would not be mad about it at all. Gallo had a 3-5 war this past year. What? Bro, he's good. The thing was, the Yankees were expecting him to be this guy that he wasn't. They are expecting him to, like, be Freddie Freeman. But Gallo's the type of guy that's – it's home run, walk, or strikeout. He's a true three-outcome guy. That is a true three-outcome guy. And, dude, if the Yankees get Freddie Freeman, I will – jump off the nearest bridge <laughs> dude there's no way that's happening but i see it all over twitter man oh it's just like teams can't negotiate how does that rumor start i don't know i will literally find it i think it was it was um one of the no, big I saw names it. Too. It wasn't... Put it on twitter yeah right but like how does a rumor start if teams can't negotiate i have no, no that's idea. an excellent question damn dude i i just can't i can't see it and i feel like it's just another yankees thing maybe 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 the media in new york just loves stirring the pot and making them the best and then having them like flop and then they get more money and revenue by everyone complaining and wanting to tune in no because i'd rather listen to like a team that's winning but it's the Yankees, dude. They yeah, but the, like- Yankees, the Yankees are known for winning. It's not like they're like, I don't know, like bro, they're on like Gucci wallets. Like yeah, they're bro, a brand they're, now. No, the Yankees are probably the most well-known brand in the world. Exactly. It's like the Yankees, um Lakers, think- Cowboys. What was the second team you said? Lakers. 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 Yeah, that whole freaking fan base the worst fans yeah. in the world but uh, dude i i think like it's kind of like free press you always hype them up and then they always do worse and then you complain about them then you keep on talking about them and then you tune into their radio station you tune into everything and then you like listen to them agree and then they like you more and then you get more fans dude i cracked the fucking code nesson nesson what are we doing why why aren't i working for you right now what are we doing I just cracked the code. Because Nesson has all former big leaguers, too. Yeah, no, this industry is going to be impossible to get into because everyone's a former big leaguer. Like, oh, I'm a former high school baseball player. I'm a former D3 collegiate athlete. They're going to be like, cool, bro. Do you want to see all these rings that I got? You were also a Florida Juco guy. I was a Florida Juco guy. Me and Steve Pierce went to the same Juco. Who else went there? I know there's another guy. Oh, uh, what's his name? Well, we just uh, talked about him last episode. Uh, the pitcher. Uh, he went to FGCU. Cutter Crawford. 
Cutter Crawford, he went to Indian River. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of guys. Who's that one catching coach that everyone goes to in Florida? The what? The one catching coach that a lot of people went to, like Stephen Ruggs, Riggins. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He worked, he Him. trained all the St. Thomas guys. Yeah, he went to Indian River. He went to St. Thomas too, I think. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And um, no, there's there's a lot of guys on Indian River. Coach Murray went to Indian River. Shout out Murray again. That's crazy. Yeah. But uh yeah, how did we get here? Yeah. Lockout. 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 You got Lockout. <laughs> oh, Joe. Uh, you retired. Joe West retired. Yes. Thank God. I, I feel bad for making fun of an old man retiring, but I mean, like, he kind of deserves it in a way. The whole, the whole of Armando Galarraga thing where he missed the call and wouldn't even, like, consult the other umpires. I know. that. Like, bad. in that situation, I don't even care if he's safe. You call him out. Obviously. Like, that's such a power trip. Yeah, he just... What do you think it was? Do you think he just got like nervous or? I don't know. Ah, I need to hire 49ers offensive coordinator, Mike McDaniels. Yeah, dude, what the fuck is going on in the NFL with that situation? I thought the MLB was bad. Dude, the NFL was true. Yeah, the NFL is just messed up it's because they don't they don't care they have they have this pr team they do all these stunts but they in reality just do not care and want people to be obviously not i mean of course they don't it's messed up and brian flores if he doesn't get a job in the nfl that's a crime because he's an amazing coach i don't know why the dolphins dolphins fired him like that's just stupid and especially like like if he's saying is true with this dirt on a rost yeah dude like I was terrified of the Dolphins because they, I mean, Tua's kind of just like on and off. You, you, you I think, I think now that they're going all in with Tua, I think he'll be better. Yeah, but Brian Flores was like, a, it was a great combination to have. And I was kind of scared of that combination. But no, now he's it's just, the guy who wanted to shot to Sean Watson. I, I know. Well, they just got an offensive. I mean, yeah, dude, if they get to Sean Watson, I don't know, man. NFL is more messed up than the MLB. Yes, I have to agree. But, dude, I think the NHL is worse than all of them. NHL sick. I love no, no, hockey. No, 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 no. I love hockey, too. But, like, as a business-wise, like, oh, how they handled the entire uh, Blackhawks situation. You know about that? Yeah. Yeah. The Blackhawks situation. Did you watch the All-Star game, the skills competition? No, but I heard it's coming to South Florida. It is coming to South Florida. Man, I am totally going. But, like. It was, it was brutal. It was very brutal. They do this like shootout thing. They do a shootout thing where they um, do get fancy props and everything and then make a goal and it's just half-assed. And then they had other games, which are pretty cool. Like they're Vegas games. So they had one where you would make it into like somewhere on the fountain in Vegas, which was cool. It's kind of sick then, though. It, no, it is sick. And then they had a blackjack game too, where they were the guys would slap shot into cards. Great idea. Great everything. 
horrifying execution. There were no crowds at all. So it was just quiet. It was like a golf game. And hockey guys, I mean, most of them are from out of the country. So like you can't really understand them when they talk. And so the interviews are just like kind of, yeah. But if they had like a crowd noise in the background, like a bunch of people having a great time in the background and making it like a lively thing, like it, it would have been sick. But they you know, what I got like, an idea for baseball. What like but? No, oh, live ABs on an aircraft carrier. Huh? Live ABs off of an aircraft carrier. Like in the air. The you know those massive ships that hold all the planes like in the yeah Navy? yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, set up a mound and a batter's box on there. Like, you know how Trevor Bauer did in the desert where they just did live ABs? And you just do an aircraft carrier? Just do it on the deck of the aircraft carrier because, like, you hit a bomb is going to the water. If not, like, you know? You know how they did, did it off, like, the beach in the Bahamas? Yeah, just do it off an aircraft carrier. Yeah, or just, like, you know, play a hockey game on the aircraft carrier. That'd be so sick. I, no, they, they de- I know they do a basketball game for college on an aircraft carrier. That's so I know, sick. I know college basketball does that. But I think MLB, I think they need to have more, like, skills competitions. Like, not just the home run derby. But the thing is, like, who's going to go out there halfway through the season and throw their arm out? Like, if you're an outfielder. I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think it would be with throwing. I feel like it would just be fielding, like a fielding competition. But you can't. Okay. I see. I see where you're coming from. Is Jose yeah, like going to be in the All-Star game just because, like, He's nasty going to the right side. Like, well, dude, some people in the three point competition are in it just because three point competition. Yeah, but like, that's different. That's like basketball. Like, yeah, uh, you can do it every day. But like, baseball, it, baseball is like, different. Is Jackie Bradley Jr. an all star? You never know. <laughs> we'll see. Not we'll batting nine. For the American League All-Star team, Jackie Bradley Jr. Jackie Bradley Jr. Hitting 174 this year. Hey, the greatest nine hole of all time. All right, goddammit. Best center fielder of our lifetime in Boston. Oh, 100%. 100%. Center. Yeah, no, he's, uh, with all the catches that he makes, he's phenomenal. He's, 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 glad a have he's, a, he's really good defensively. Yeah, very. All right, so <laughs> is that it? Is that all our tangents for this episode? <laughs> yes yeah all right well hopefully by the next time we have one there'll be more progress in the lockout because right now it seems like nothing's gonna happen yeah yeah all right well thank you everyone for watching laying on lansdowne boys chris ferrara and we will see you guys next time